Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, an economic advisory firm. He's an internationally known economist. He's advised, among others, President Bill Clinton, Vice President Al Gore Jr., British Prime Ministers Tony Blair and Gordon Brown, and then U.S. Senators, now our President Barack Obama, and hopefully our next President, Hillary Clinton. Uh, Dr. Shapiro, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us once again, and happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Leslie. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, um, one, of, one of the things that, that you do, Robert, that helps me is you put uh, economic chat in uh, layperson terms that we better understand it. Um, so first off, so that people understand, what is up with Greece? Because I do think there are people that are quite confused when it comes to the economy of the EU and Greece specifically with regard to the rest of the EU. Right. Well, Greece, look, Greece has been a relatively unproductive economy. Um, and so has Spain and Italy, for that matter, at least relative to the United States, to Germany, to France. Um, and, uh, but when uh, Greece joined the European Union, um, they got, uh, and the Eurozone, when they adopted the Euro, they got access to an enormous amount of credit. And that was because all currency risk, uh, the risk that the Greek drachma would fall in value. That was gone because they were now using the euro. And most investors thought, you know, as a, as a member of the eurozone, the eurozone is going to stand behind Greece. And so they got access to a lot of credit, and uh, they used that credit to expand uh, government employment to expand benefits. Um, they ran large deficits. They ran up quite a bit of debt. And um, that was fine until bad times hit. And then the crisis hit. And they suddenly, because they were not, they were, the underlying economy was just not very productive. Um, they didn't have enough business investment. They didn't have enough labor force participation. They, they didn't have enough new technologies and people to use them. Um, because that, uh, they found themselves unable to service all the debt they had run up uh, over the previous 10 to 15 years. And so they had to be bailed out. And they were bailed out by the European Union and the International Monetary Fund. Um, now, that's Robert, hang on. We're going to take a break. We'll be right <laughs> back with you, and we'll continue this chat about Greece. You can educate us more about uh, Greece. And, and also, we're going to uh, move for, uh, forward uh, from that when we come back and talk about how Greece could short-circuit the U.S. expansion. Uh, back to our guest, Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, an economic advisory firm, internationally known economist. I'm Leslie Marshall. Hey there. How you doing, America? This is Leslie Marshall, host of The Leslie Marshall Show. If you could be more healthy just by drinking a glass of earthy vegetable juice daily, would you do it? You're probably saying no. It would probably taste lousy, Leslie, and anything that has the words earthy and vegetable in it, not for me. But what if I told you that this earthy vegetable juice is performance enhancing? It's a performance enhancing veggie that was transformed into a great tasting circulation superfood drink. Now I have your attention. You're listening. You care more. 
Well, this is true. It's something I use, put in my protein shake every day, called Super Beets. And I can help you try it risk-free. Super Beets is loaded with vegetable dietary nitrates that boost nitric oxide levels in your body. And this equals an increase in energy and stamina without those stimulants. Dietary nitrates, guys can hear you, dietary nitrates are incredible for supporting healthy blood pressure too. I drink Super Beets in the morning for energy at the gym for extra long workouts or in the afternoon as a pick-me-up and I do not have jittery side effects. And I got to admit, uh, you know, I get a couple of cups of coffee or some of those protein bars, even some of the stuff in those protein shakes or other juice or vegetable shakes, and I get those. I don't with Super Beats. You can get a bonus 30-day supply free with your first order, plus the book Beat the Odds, free and free shipping too. It's guaranteed or your money back. I feel confident offering this to my listeners. Why? Because I have my name on this. I take this every day. Super Beats, my new favorite product. I simply want to share it with you. I want you to have the same energy that Super Beats gives me. And it gives it to me in like 20 minutes approximately. I want you to feel it too. And here's the deal. Again, guaranteed or your money back. Call 1-800-305-6011. That's free. Or you can go to LeslieLovesBeats.com. My name is spelled L-E-S-L-I-E. That's 1-800-305-6011. That number again, 800-305-6011. Or just log on to LeslieLovesBeats.com. Beats.com because I do. That's LeslieLovesBeats.com. We're back with Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, and we are talking about Greece. We are talking about the economic problems of that country and the problems with Greece in relation to the EU. Uh, Dr. Shapiro, thank you for holding. Welcome back. You were saying, please continue. You were explaining to us what is happening with Greece in relation to the EU economically so that we understand, because for some it's a bit confusing, who really don't understand how the EU works with regard to economics, um, because, you know, we, we have 50 states. States operate independently. We have some things in which we operate on a federal national level in all 50 states, but very different than individual nations with the EU and obviously what's been going on and is continuing to occur with Greece. Right. Well, the you know, the big difference is the, e, the EU has within it the Eurozone, a monetary union. They all use one currency. But they don't have a political union. We have a monetary union. We all use the dollar. But we also have a political, we we are also politically united in one country. And part of what we're seeing with Greece is the problems when you have a monetary union without a political union. But to go back, so they needed a bailout, uh, Greece, um, uh, in the wake of the 2008-2009 financial crisis. And they got a bailout uh, from the EU and from the IMF. But the EU and the IMF saw this not as a problem um, with how productive the Greek economy was, but simply as a problem of their budget, that they spend too much and they can't finance the debt. And so they said, you have got to cut public spending, cut public employment, cut public pensions, raise taxes, do everything in order to bring down that debt. Well, what they did was they drove Greece into a real depression, those requirements. They now have 25% unemployment. Their their economy is 25 about 20 to 25% smaller than it was a couple of years ago. Wages have fallen between 20 and 30 percent on average pensions have been cut 20 to 30 percent on average that's a- and is it true is it true robert that you know the people of greece 
um, you know, can't go to an ATM. Like the banks aren't dispensing money. Is that is that correct? Well, that's what's happened now because um, what happened was Greece needed a, another tranche of the bailout. And uh, in order to get it, they, the EU said, you've got to put in yet more austerity. And, uh, and Greece said no. And um, that meant that the flow of euros from the European Central Bank to um, their, the access of Greek banks to euros from the European Central Bank um, has been cut off. And so you can't get euros at a Greek bank because the Greek banks don't have them. And because everybody rushed to the banks in order to pull out their savings in euros. So, yes, it's a they are in the midst of a terrible financial crisis. Now, they are meeting today. Greece has said we will present a new set of reforms in order to get more more bailouts. And we'll see whether uh, whether those those proposed reforms meet the standards of basically the Germans. Um, and tomorrow, um, the European Commission and the European Central Bank will decide whether to recommend a bailout based on what Greece proposes today. And but the criteria that Germany will apply, and Germany's the big actor here, is is this bailout necessary to preserve the stability of the entire European Union? Um, if they decide it's not, then they're going to let Greece go, and they're going to say no, and Greece is going to default on its debt, and it's going to be forced out of the. Eurozone, back to the drachma, and there will be chaos, in, economic chaos in Greece. Um, the question is, of how it affects us, is if that happens, and we don't know that that will happen, it may, you know, it's probably more likely that in the end uh, the European Commission and Germany will say, all right, here we want you to make these reforms a little stricter and we're going to continue to bail you out. If they say no, which is maybe a 25% likelihood, I'd say, um, then the question is um, how does the, uh, does the end of investor confidence in Greece extend to other countries in the Eurozone that have large public debt? Which would start, which would be Italy and Spain. Now, <clears throat> if if Merkel says no, we're not going to bail you out. That means that she's now confident that uh, investors will not get very nervous about Italy and Spain. Um, but she doesn't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, these investors are really about 70 very large institutions. Um, so it's not, you know, they can come to their own decisions. And frankly, if a couple very large ones, like the Sovereign Wealth Fund of Norway or the Sovereign Wealth Fund um, of China, uh, decide we're going to dump our holdings of Italian bonds 
and those bonds begin to fall in value, then other investors may say, well, we got to get out now, too. And then you have a crisis in Italy, and that is very serious as a, in itself because that's a big economy. And her debt, Italy's debt, is now held by all the leading banks in Europe. And so this would threaten the solvency of the European banking system. And that well, well, Robert, I want to jump in because there's so much information here. But ask me, um, I, I, I want to ask you, how badly can this possibly affect we here in the United States? Well, the worst case scenario has a big effect on us. In the worst case scenario, Greece is forced out. There is what economists call contagion, and there's a crisis in the Italian or Spanish sovereign debt market. That causes a crisis in uh, the large banks in Europe, just like we had a a crisis in the large investment banks in the United States in 2008. Uh, That freezes up the economy of Europe. That begins to infect us. Uh, And our banks get very nervous. We get a credit crunch. Um, and And it would be the end of the recovery. That's the worst case scenario. I think that's not a very likely outcome, but it's possible. It's possible, and that's uh, well, I want because I want to speak to the article that, that you wrote. Oh, I want to speak to the article you wrote, Robert. I also want to get to some calls. If you want to join us, have questions or comments for Dr. Robert Shapiro, eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. Dave in Humboldt County is on line five. Dave, question or comment for Dr. Shapiro? Yes, Leslie and uh, Dr. Shapiro. Uh, just curiosity. I don't have any inside scoop on it, but uh, the big money that had been in Greece, the uh, shipping magnets and such. Uh, is, is this falling on everybody equally? Or is oh, no. Rich? Oh, no. Believe me, the, the, the very wealthy families in Greece moved their money out of Greece a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, the only thing, the, the way they would be affected is, you know, real estate values have been falling in Greece, and so the value of their estates is less. But, um, uh, you know, in in every crisis, uh, the wealthy always find ways to protect their assets. I suspect it as much. Well, thank you so much for that. Uh, sure. Thank you for the call. And if you want to give us a buzz, eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. Um, uh, Robert, let me ask you. Your piece entitled "How Greece sh- Could Short Circuit the U.S. Mm-hmm. Expansion," and you talk about Greece, uh, a nation with a GDP smaller than the Philippines and its ongoing economic struggles. You write, it could cause storms that would upend the financial stability of Europe and wreak yeah. serious collateral damage on our economy. And that's, and that's right. what I'm speaking to specifically with that question. Yes, exactly. And, again, the problem here would be if investors lost confidence in Italian or Spanish sovereign debt. And that debt, and we're talking about more than a trillion dollars worth, is held by European banks. And so let's say there was a run on Italian debt and the value of that debt, everybody's trying to sell it, all the big investors. So the value of those bonds declines 20%. That means 
that those banks have now lost $200 billion in value. That's enough to uh, endanger the solvency of a lot of banks. And that's how you get this kind of financial crisis. It's really, you know, it's just, it's a parallel to what happened here um, when when real estate prices began to fall, um, the value of mortgage-backed securities began to decline, and the institutions that were holding them, particularly if they borrowed money to buy them, found themselves in the hole. Well, this time, instead of mortgage-backed securities, it would be government securities. Uh, so that's how uh, it could happen. Um, but as I say, you know, it's not the most... It's it's still um, not the most likely. It's still an unlikely outcome because everybody loses, even the rich lose in that. <laughs> and, uh, so there's a good reason to avoid it. And uh, but sometimes people make mistakes. Look, nobody wanted our financial crisis, uh, but uh, the Secretary of the Treasury and the head of the Federal Reserve made some very serious, sustained, incorrect decisions. Well, the Eurozone has been making some serious, sustained, wrong decisions, too. Uh, The question is, can they pull back from the brink now? We're going to take a uh, – we're not taking a break, actually. I keep forgetting, Robert. Uh, you know, my bad. I need another coffee, I guess. Uh, uh, Robert, um, I, I also want to talk about uh, – Greece has been flirting with the sovereign debt, as you write, in the debt default specifically for more than three years. Yeah. Uh, basically, does Greece have any choice at this point? And if so, what is the choice of what are the choices? And what do you if – you, if they came to you for advice, what would you advise them to do? Well – um, I would advise Greece to prepare itself for a period of um, even worse times and focus on trying to make the underlying economy more productive in the long run. And uh, the fact is they, they are in a bad hole just like Puerto Rico is, incidentally. You know, we've got a little version of this close to home. Uh, Puerto Rico is, uh, its, its, pub, its debt is in, very, is in very serious trouble, too. Um, and Puerto Rico, as well, needs to focus not on just on the short term of what do we do next week, but more importantly on making themselves more productive so they can manage significant debt. Um, but for now, look, it may be that the next you know, year will be a good time to invest in Greece because everything will be at rock-bottom prices, at fire sale prices. You know, in our financial crisis, after our financial crisis, you know, our stock market fell 40%, and U.S. companies, there was a fire sale on U.S. companies. 
And well, uh, Robert, we are once again without, uh, out of time, and you know I could talk to you all day uh, about these things so I could learn more, and I know our listeners could as well. We'll have you back on the show again soon. Dr. Robert Shapiro, chairman of Sonicon, thank you once again for your expertise, your intelligence, uh, your brilliance, and uh, your way of explaining uh, oh, things Oh, come to on. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Leslie. It's always a pleasure, and I love to hear those compliments. <laughs> all right. Th- th- thank you, Dr. Shapiro. At Rob Shapiro on Twitter. Follow him there. The website for his corporation is sonicon.com. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive. Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love.